but this really permeates all areas of our life, right? If you're, if you're a parent, if you're in a marriage, your finances, your physical health, of course, your professional success at work, if you're a leader of an organization, how you adapt and how you respond to the constant disruptions and the never normal we find ourselves in. And so when we talk about mindset, I mean, this, this impacts every area of your life. I can't think of an area of life that this doesn't really have an impact on. Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on in the world of business, technology, and HR. Here's your host, Ira Wolf. Welcome back, Googleization Nation listeners, to another episode of Geek Skeezers and Googleization, a podcast from the People Forward Network. We've got a really special episode today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the growth mindset, which if you have been watching the Olympics or you're just a human being on the planet and experiencing all this change living in never normal, we're going to be talking about how you can help your employees develop a growth mindset. So first of all, for those who aren't familiar with it, we're going to be talking about what a growth mindset is, how we're going to be doing that. And then the underpinnings of that is the importance of micro learning, how that's revolutionizing and changing how we learn new skills, new abilities, how we teach, what it's going to look like in the workplace. So stick around to the end, too, because we have a really big announcement. My name is Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. If you think this is just another podcast, think again. We're the heart and soul of crucial conversations focused on helping you reimagine your tomorrow and exploring the convergence of technology, people, and work. Jason, I can't believe how perfect our timing is for this episode. And, and we've been looking forward to it for a long time. I'm sure many of our listeners have been watching the Olympics. There's so many examples of we're going to be talking about this fixed and growth mindset that has impacted the performance of the exceptional athletes. Uh, but the one that stands out for me is Michaela Schifrin. For those who are watching it, you'll know the story. For those who you aren't, she really is one of the greatest skiers of all time, someone worthy of the title, the GOAT title, greatest of all time. And yet in her two signature events, the first two events she had, which expectations were she was a given to win the gold medal, she was disqualified. And, but what was striking is it's not that she, she, she was disqualified or didn't make it. But here's someone who has been, who has received is on the gold. She's the top of the game. Her immediate comments after when they said, what do you think about this was, I started to second guess the last 15 years of my life, everything that I thought I knew about skiing and slalom and racing men mentality. If that can happen to an Olympic champion like Schifrin, can you imagine how that impacts the average person these days? No, I mean, that's incredible for someone who literally is the best in the world at something to question themselves uh, or to feel that now that I've reached the finish line, what's next? What do I do next? That's a challenge. And many times that happens when we set goals. It's like, OK, you work so hard to get to that goal and you're doing the things you think are the best thing to reach it. But once you get to that point of reaching the goal, it's OK. What's next? What do I do next? Or if along the way you figure out, hey, the way I've been doing it to train or get ready for this goal to try and achieve it, actually, it's not the best way. There's actually some better ways to do it. Then we have to unlearn some things. And that's where these adaptability skills that you're teaching us each and every week are so critical. And certainly the growth mindset's important because 
we should always be growing. We should always be learning new things that challenge our existing thinking in order to hit those new goals and aspirations that we set for ourselves or that our organization is setting for us to achieve as well. You know, it, it's so critical. And, and just going through that, it, that, one is there's only 3% three, 3% of all the athletes that participated. And this is, this is at the Olympics. This isn't before all the qualifying rounds and, and local competitions. There's only 3% that ever make it to the stand on the medal stand. And the same goes for the Super Bowl. So there's always losers. But you don't see everyone else who didn't win a medal quit or give up. They come back for other events. The, the snowboarder, the snowboarder, I can talk, Sean, you know, I just heard an interview and he was, they were talking about it. And, you know, he, he was a little disappointed. He didn't win the gold for his last time. But the, the last Olympics he didn't do, or two Olympics ago, he didn't do too well. And he talked about what that was like and how he reframed his, his how he had to kind of regenerate a new mindset in order to come back. And he won gold last time. But he had a, an incredible career. And it just, I know you talked so much about stress and burnout and, and mental illness that to me, growth, without a growth mindset, I, I think it's probably impacting a lot of people. I haven't seen the stats, but that's what we're going to talk about today. And we've got two great guests, and I'm going to let you introduce them because you know them pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah. Very excited for today's episode for these guests, Eric Heiler and Scott Himes, my brothers in arms at Dooley. And, and the work that we're doing there to try and help overcome some of these challenges related to learning and development. And can't wait to bring them on here in just a few seconds to share with us things around growth mindset and just quite frankly, what kind of technology really helps people learn best over time and develop growth mindset. Because unfortunately, a lot of the tech that we're using isn't structured that way to truly help us learn and develop over time. It ends up being more like cramming for that exam like we all have done in college. So without further ado, let's bring on Eric Heiler and Scott Himes of Dooley. Hello guys, welcome Hello, to Geeks and Googleization. How timely is this? I think we've got all, all the bases covered. We got geeks, we got geezers, and, we're and really we're talking about technology. We're talking about the convergence of people, technology and business today. So I don't, I don't know if this is, can't imagine a better topic than, than this. And so grateful to have you guys here because we've been on a really interesting journey the last few months together, which we'll get to at the end. And part of that's about the growth mindset. So very appropriate topic. Scott, I'm going to throw this to you. I'm going to throw the first question to you about growth sure. mindset. And, you know, we, again, Jason and, and Eric, please chime in and things that are, we're missing. But let's talk about the, let's talk about what a growth mindset is just for a minute. So everybody's on a level playing field here. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's the idea that my, my abilities, my, my talents, my, my intelligence, my skills, they can be developed. They can, they can change over time. Versus the what the opposite of that would be a fixed mindset, which basically says, you know, I have what I have, you know, my I can't really get any better. I can't improve. You know, I was born with a set of skills and that's what I have for my life. And I'll, you know, I'll do the best I can with it, but I don't really have any hope or expectation that they'll change. And I think, Jason, when you were when we were both going through our dialogue and describing that, I think anyone who has ever said, Well, I'm just not good at that. I just, you know, as as Michaela Schifrin said, you know, maybe I'm just not that good. You know, I, I mean, I'm at the, here's the goat of, of skiing mm -hmm. and slalom and says, I, you know, maybe I wasn't that good. And it, it's really a, a blow to our self-confidence. How do, and there's so many people there right now is I'm just not, I'm just smart enough. I'm not good with technology. I just can't do this. I don't have the right background. They don't have the education. I mean, there's so many, I just don't have 
which I think epitomizes what what the fixed mindset is. And as and as we keep using this analogy of athletes, we're talking about it struck me the other day when I saw that there's people who win and then there's champions and even people who didn't win, like Michaela and and I just drew a blank on his last name, but Sean, Sean White, Sean White, White. yeah, tough name to remember, Uh, Sean White. that they pick up those pieces and they and they got back up and they're okay. They are truly, they are the champions. And then it's the winners who, you know, when they lose, they lash out and they get angry and they blame other people and they deflect other people. It's the refs, it's the ground, it's the snow, it's the weather, it's the other team cheated. There's always a reason why. And I, I think just on a real simple definition is that we talk about, I think it's the difference between people who win, fixed mindset can win, but the real champions, have a growth mindset. Yeah. And I, you know, this, this permeates, I mean, we've used a lot of sporting analogies and I know a lot of people watching this are business leaders, but this really permeates all areas of our life, right? If you're, if you're a parent, if you're in a marriage, your finances, your physical health, of course, your professional success at work, if you're a leader of an organization, how you adapt and how you respond to the constant disruptions and the never normal we find ourselves in. And so when we talk about mindset, I mean, this this impacts every area of your life. I can't think of an area of, of life that this doesn't really have an impact on. Yeah, and the origin of this actually came from Carol Dweck, for those who aren't familiar, E-W-E-C-K, great book. You can, lots of videos. All you have to do is look up Growth Mindset or Carol Dweck and you'll you get a lot of information, but I highly rec- recommend the book and her TED Talk to go through this. But it started with kids. I mean, it's like, why do valedictorians at Ivy League schools, grad, they're at the top of the class, they're the peak, don't make it in the business, in the real world. We've heard that so many times of a C student becomes the next entrepreneur or a high school or a dropout, you know, the Steve Jobs and the Bill Gates and that they, they didn't finish school, they dropped out, but they became the superstars. And so, and then, you know, it certainly went into business and a lot of people backtracked and to go, well, this was a kid study. This was about learning and education. No, it's, it's, it's really, the more I got into it with, with, especially with AQ, I've, I've always been a fan of the growth mindset, but until I, I didn't really embrace it until I looked at how it, you use the right word, how it permeates every aspect of our lives. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think I have, for me personally, one of the things I've realized is the concept seems simple. Right. I mean, everyone, you know, you can explain it and everyone nods their head and agrees and, and says they want it. And so it's not complicated. And I think sometimes because something's not complicated or complex, we, we dismiss it or check the box. I've got it. But really, when you start to dig underneath the surface and you start to really reflect or you start to get the input of other people, around, you know, ask your spouse, ask your kids, <laughs> ask your boss, you know, boss for input. And and you start to see, OK, this may be easy to understand in my head, but do I really grasp it? And am I really living living with that in my heart? And I think that's where we want to help people go. Yeah. And I I think that there's seasonality to it as well. Right. So there's times in our lives where we are, we switch into learning mode, we switch into growth set mode. And then there's times where we might get comfortable and we might want to coast a little bit. And if we allow ourselves to do that, we end up coasting perpetually. We just actually practice a fixed mindset. I was actually listening to discussion about football coaches the other day. And the gentleman that was talking was talking about a veteran coach coming back and he's a 40 year veteran and you just don't teach old dogs, new tricks. You hear the, the, the adage, right? You just don't teach geezers new tricks. And the, the thought crossed my mind when I was listening to that. I'm like, I think that's true a lot of the time, but man, I don't want that to be true about me. 
Like that's not what I want. And so there may be seasons where we are learning more and seasons where we're practicing more, but certainly having the ability to zoom out and, and, and the awareness to say, this is where I'm at right now and I need to learn something new. It's time to learn something new. It applies to my family. It applies to work. It applies to, you know, just permeates our lives everywhere. And the thing I've found makes it so hard too, is I've got a lot of head trash <laughs> that I have to get through. Or as they say in, in psychology, we're limiting beliefs, right? We put ourselves in these boxes of the things we think we can do. And then if there's something that seems challenging, the first words are, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, typically the first words out of our mouth. And, you know, so there's a tremendous amount of developing our inner coach in terms of how we talk with ourselves. That definitely is a big piece of before we can even go out to do and start practicing on the skills to learn that new thing we need to do. There's probably a lot of work we have to do to start with, start working on developing that inner coach and truly develop that mindset of thinking, I can do this if I've got a plan and I've got the right supports and the right reinforcement and accountability and all those other ingredients in place, I can eventually become that marathon runner as an example. I think those are such good examples. And there were two kind of important messages that the three of you just brought up. One is, I like how you brought that up with seasonality, Eric. You don't have one or the other. We always have both. The idea is that people with a growth mindset, once they get tripped up by the fixed mindset, going back to, well, I I used to be good at this, or maybe I'm too old to be doing this again, is that they've learned how to use that as a springboard to move forward. So we're going to fluctuate. It's not that, oh, I guess Michaela Giffrin didn't have ever had a growth mindset. Well, she got back up. And she didn't win. And I'm sure she was disappointed. And I'm sure that it will bug her for for years to come. But rethinking how to improve that. And we do that all the time. I mean, I go back and, you know, the more I get, self-therapy is tough. The more, or the more knowledge is tough. The knowledge is not necessarily in bliss, <laughs> as they often say. There are so many things I go back to that I would do differently now. That I looked as, I'm not good enough. I defeated, you know, I, I, was, I was watching... I wrestled in high school and I really wasn't very good. I, I was a defensive wrestler. They put me out when they didn't want to get someone pinned because I never got pinned in my life. I didn't win many matches, but I, I was like that goal line stand. I wasn't up six points. The worst I would do is give up three. So that's how I got positioned. But when I look back, how I started to buy into that, that I just wasn't good enough to win, but I was, I was good enough not to lose. And what would, how I would do things differently. I mean, there's so many things. There's courses I didn't take. You know, so often you take classes because that'll preserve my 4.0. And you don't challenge yourself. And then it's like, we're in business. You know, how many opportunities do, do leaders turn down? Because someone is going to say, well, I thought that's what we paid you for. Why are you going back to school to learn that? Why do you need a coach? You're the top of the game. It's over and over again. Um, again, there's a million examples. I'm sure you can... You know, you all have others to share. It strikes me artists, right? So an artist might come out with an album and it could blow the world up and everybody thinks, oh, this is the greatest thing in the world. And they they live off it for a period of time. And then they're driven by something inside them that says, okay, I did that, but what's next? And maybe they go off, take a left turn compared to everybody else. They do everybody else's expectations, I guess I should say. And they come out with something and ends up often getting labeled the sophomore slump you know, or say it's not good enough, but that, you know, that artist was out there doing something 
they created something everybody cared about. They went and did the next thing. They're, you know, an artist who lives the rest of their lives off of one hit. We all kind of, we might even enjoy the hit, but we're all kind of little, eh, you know, a little like feel sorry for them. It's like, but somebody who is able to over a career, over a lifetime, you know, continue to put something out there that's new and creative and, you know, causes them to have to give more, causes them to like, that is something, it's a growth mindset that is constantly in action and we consume it as the, you know, we put our earbuds in, we listen to the music, maybe you like some, maybe we don't, but that is somebody who's developing as a career and music critics will sit back and watch and they'll tell stories. They'll, they'll look at the arc of their lives. They'll, they'll, they'll see, Hey, they, they were experimenting with this. I remember reading a, a review one time about a U2 song and Bono talking about the smell of the top of a baby's head. And like, that wasn't 1988, Bono. <laughs> that, that was a lot later. But yet that is, you know, that's a growth mindset in practice that we all consume or, you know, athletes do this. It's, a, it's all over the world. And yet for each of us in whatever our professional pursuits are or our personal pursuits are, that same thing can be true. I was this kind of a father or a husband. And now I'm this kind of a father of a husband because I looked at my life and I said, hey, this might be okay or it might be really bad, but I need to get better. I want to get better. My wife deserves more. My kids deserve more. And so I have to pursue that. I have to figure out what's next for me to learn as a husband, especially as a father, right? Because as your kids get older and older and older, it's like, okay, what worked when they were two doesn't work when they're four, let alone 14, or as I'm learning right now, 22 or 24. So, uh, you know, if you don't have a, if you don't have a growth <laughs> mindset as a parent, you are in for some, some trouble. Yeah. And I mean, I think I would suggest that a growth mindset is, is needed more now than ever before. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are in a, a time of exponential change. You know, we are in a season where we've had decades worth of, of change happen over the last two years. And, you know, as individuals, as, as employees, as business leaders, as organizations, I mean, if we don't continue to adapt and grow, you know, we're going to be left behind and we're going to become irrelevant and obsolete. I once had a mentor tell me that, you know, you never want, you never want to allow your, your position or the demands of your role to outgrow you. And so it doesn't matter if, you know, what role you're in, if you're in an office or a warehouse or where you're at, like you constantly want to be growing and learning and improving. And, you know, a mindset's needed now more than ever before. It's good. Scott, that leads us up to where we are now. So let's talk. I think we've got, we made this relatable. Hopefully our listeners understand how this fits and, and how important. And it's not just about business. It's not just about your workers, but in all aspects of life. Let's talk about how we can help people change this. And this is what I'm really excited about working, especially working with you at the Dooley, the whole Dooley team. How can What's that look like? I mean, how do we get people to develop this growth mindset? And they go, yeah, yeah, it's me. You just describe me. I need to do it differently. What do we need? What do people need to do? Well, I think uh, one thing is we have to understand that a mindset, a growth mindset, or any sort of meaningful change doesn't happen because we pass a task. And so there's, there's training. It's good. Uh, my son recently needed to do an online course to pass driver's ed. Like you need to learn how to drive. And one of the purpose was to teach him, okay, this sign means this thing and that sign means that, and this law is that and whatever. And he needed to pass a test. The other thing that 
we can do with that sort of training is we can teach people compliance. This is how you discharge the fire extinguisher, for example. And they can watch a video and they can say, okay, I got it. I, I've been trained. But that's entirely different. It's an entirely different job that, that folks are trying to do. It's entirely different progress they're trying to make than from trying to grow, from trying to become something new. And one of the major differences is we have to walk with this stuff over time. We have to trip over it. We have to see it from different experiences. We have to try it. We have to fail at it. We have to do all kinds of things. We have, we have to practice. And that's where coaching as, a, as, an, as an approach is much different. And so, you know, I like to use an example of a pen. And, uh, you know, if you take a pen in your hand and you, you put it out long ways away from you and you look down the barrel of your pen and you say, what does the pen look like? It looks like a small little circle. But if you turn the pen to the side and you look at it and you say, what does the pen look like? Well, it looks like short little rectangle. Well, which one's right? Let's just say the pen is a growth mindset. Which one's right? Is it a small little circle or is it a short little rectangle? And the answer, of course, is both. And they're just two different, entirely different perspectives. And if we don't recognize the perspectives around a topic like growth mindset, if we don't work with those perspectives if we don't recognize that you know the pen also has writing on it and it's got blue on one side and you can take the cap off of it right there's so much richness and context around a topic especially like growth mindset that you can't just it's not sufficient to just learn it to pass a test about what is the growth mindset and to be able to regurgitate if you want to actually develop a growth mindset you have to walk with that content, yes, that, that, that teaching, instruction, the training, yes, but you have to practice it. And this takes time. Becoming something new takes time. Growing takes time. And so the question is, how do we walk with this thing? How do we challenge ourselves? How do we stub our toe without, you know, breaking our toe? How do we how do, we do these things? And, and that's really a challenge. Frankly, we're excited about trying to figure out how, how technology can help. Yeah, so go ahead, Scott. Okay. Yeah. So, so I think what Eric said was, here's what we're not going to do. We're not, we're not going to go to a half day workshop. We're not going to do an online course. We're not going to have you read a chapter in a book or watch a video and then take a test, right? Those are things that if you just need the knowledge, sure, they'd be fine, but it doesn't really help with change in, in how we grow and how we live. So the visual I like to think about is, you know, Eric used this visual of like walking with you, you know, what would it look like if you could hire or have a, a mindset coach? And let's say for 30 days, and it was someone that, that was with you each day, spent a little bit of time with you, gave you some information, challenged you to practice it, to put it in, take action on it at work, challenged you in different ways, allowed you times for reflection. You could provide feedback and, you know, based on your learning style, they, they didn't just make you read or they just didn't just make you watch video. Like there, there's a variety of ways of approaching it, looking at that pen from different ways, like Eric talked about. And so, you know, think how powerful that would be with a topic as important as mindset to have someone come alongside you for 30 days. And, and it's done via technology, so it's not disruptive. It's, it's you know, it's, it doesn't take a lot of time, but it's done in a way that fits in your schedule and the flow of work. You know, just think about the type of change that could happen. And so I think that's what we've put together here. We're going to take a quick break because I don't want to get this started and then come back. But we're going to, when we come back, we're going to be talking about how to get, literally, how to get started, what the next 30 days could look like for someone who says, I like this, I think I need to do better, or I want to figure out how to help my kids 
my employees, my workers, my improving my relationship, whatever it is, this is non-gender, non-ethnic, non-race, this is everybody on the planet. We need to get better at doing this. So we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. I'm here with my co-host, Jason Cochran, Amara Wolf, and our special guests are Eric Heiler and Scott Himes from Do Lead. We will be right back, continue the conversation about growth mindset and micro-learning. Change doesn't pick favorites. No matter who you are or where you live, the year 2020 was filled with one unexpected challenge after another. According to the authors of The Adaptation Advantage, we are incredibly well-prepared for the past, but woefully unprepared for the future. That leaves millions of people feeling scared, worried, frustrated, and confused. Whether you're the owner of a business or a worker out of a job, adaptability is now an essential skill you need to ride the next wave of normal. The good news is, is that science shows that adaptability is learnable. Adaptability gives us the confidence and courage to think about change and embrace opportunity in the right way. Adaptability gives us hope for a better future. And goodness knows we need hope. Are you ready to embrace change and double down on your future? Contact Success Performance Solutions today to schedule a consultation about how you can reimagine your team's future, how you can begin to think about opportunity the right way. Welcome back to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. Uh, we're talking with the Do Lead team of Eric Heiler and Scott Himes and my co-host who has a dual role today, as part of Do Lead and Geek Skeezers and Googleization, Jason Cochran. When we left off, we were just kind of talking about where people can get started. What, what's that approach? And do they have to hire a coach? Do they take an online course? You, you guys have a an approach that well, that's one of the reasons we're working together. And let's walk through that. My, what that looks like. What it, it's called micro learning. But let's talk about micro learning. How is that different? How is how is that going to make a difference in people's lives? Yeah, I think one of the important things about micro learning is the first word micro. It's short, and that's really important because we are very very busy people. And for those of us that want to offer help in this in this direction, want to say, hey not only do we believe that you can do it, we also want to help. Well, we know that people are busy. And so micro learning is short. And one of the things that we also can use technology to do is we can use technology to maintain engagement or maintain interest in a topic over time. And so if I love to make the analogy between the microwave or barbecue, right? Which do we want to most people are going to prefer to eat barbecue, right? Well, barbecue has low heat and it burns slow for a long time. Yeah, I, you know, the world is kind of a microwave world. Get in, get out. It's like, I got 30 seconds, that's it. Well, can you really make change in 30 seconds? You can give somebody a, you know, a laugh. You know, we watch a meme. We watch a funny TikTok video. We can laugh in 30 seconds. Can we change a heart in 30 seconds? Can we really install new mental models in 30 seconds? Eh, maybe, but it's one in a million, right? And so most of us need to interact with material multiple times. You know, there's the old adage, you know, you got to hear something seven times before you believe it. And I think it might be true that once you hear something seven times, you believe it, even if it's not true. And so one of the things we like to do is we like to say, okay, we have this truth about a growth mindset. And so how can we get bite-sized pieces, you know, bite-sized perspectives, again, both the, the little circle and the short rectangle, both those perspectives, give them to people 
over time, let them work with them, let them wrestle with them, let the back part of their brain work on them when they're not even thinking about them, let it burn low and slow. And so that's kind of our approach. That's our technological approach. The technology can help us with that to be able to deliver it, put it in folks' hands so that they consume it when it makes sense for them. And we'll do that over time with a topic for specific outcomes. And that's kind of the, I guess, maybe the, the quick version of our philosophical approach to using microlearning for actual growth objectives. Yeah, and, and you know, when Eric mentions technology, I don't want people thinking that this is a website they've got to log into or an app they've got to download. I mean, we have app fatigue, right? We all have too many apps on our phones. We last thing we need is another password to remember, some software to install on a computer or an app to download with notifications that's gonna interrupt us. And so we use what we call push technology, one touch push technology. And so whatever method people engage, you know, if they want email or if they want text or both, uh, when it when something needs to be delivered, we'll reach out to them. And as long as you know how to use email or text and you can click on a button then you're, you're able to enter into the experience and engage with the content or engage with the experience, whatever it might, might be for that day or for that specific step. And so this means, you know, if you're a stay at home mom, that's wanting to grow as a parent, you can use this, you don't, you know, or if you're an IT professional, you can use this. And so we've tried to remove all of the barriers and all of the frustrations that frustrate us with technology, but also keep the advantages and the benefits that we get from using a technology enabled solution. So Scott, yeah. you're kind of, oh, go ahead, Derek. Sure. No, I was just going to add to that and say it's about creating experiences as well. So this is not, you know, we use technology to get the, you know, to get stuff done, but it's not about the technology in any way. It's about the experience. And so, yeah, one of the obvious things is, hey, here's a great video or here's something, but it's really about creating something in real life. We want to prompt real life stuff to happen. And so it's conversations or it's challenges, it's going and practicing, and then you know having the opportunity to say, here's how it worked or it didn't work, whatever the case may be. And so you know, even though we are a technology company and we use technology, it's, it's a human outcomes that we're after and the technology is subservient to that. And so it's really about creating memorable, fun experiences around a topic like growth mindset so that they so that folks that go through it when they participate in it it's memorable and it really helps them learn by consuming over time wrestling with it over time working with it over time just like a great coach would do if you hired them to walk alongside you and say hey here's what would they do like that's what the experiences are designed to 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 do for folks scott so what so what's Hey, I'm interested, ready to go. What, what would a 30 day journey, we talk about the experience or a journey, what does that look like? What, what type of commitment, what type of, we talked about articles or videos. There's a variety of different resources that sure. you helped me help develop for the growth mindset journey. Walk us, walk us through that. What, what, sure. No, no, great question. So, so what it is, is it's like you said, it's, it's a 30 day experience. You get the equivalent of four or four and a half hours of, of content. So you could imagine you could go to a half day workshop or you, or you could engage with this in a way that's, you know, much better at projecting, you know, causing growth to happen. So, so it's about four or four and a half hours of content total, but at spread over 30 days. So a typical day is anywhere from five to 10 minutes at most of, of content material. Some days there's nothing, right? It's not like there's something every day, but some days there's nothing. And so it has world-class content. There's, there's 13 different. Thought, mindset thought leaders 
Some of them are Stanford professors. Some of them are researchers and scientists. Some of them are business leaders and, and psychologists. And so there's, you're learning from a variety of experts on mindset and, and, and it addresses mindset in a variety of areas of life. And so, you know, there, there's a lot of business application, but there's also a lot of application to just other areas of life. And that's been very intentional because mindset isn't just a business topic, right? It impacts all of us. So beyond the content, you're going to be challenged and you're going to have opportunities to practice it. I mean, at the center of it, there's actually an entire challenge week and, and where the whole focus is on, you know, what you've been learning, what you've been, what you've been testing out and experimenting with, you know, let, let's put that into action and, and let's learn from that. And then there's other tools throughout it. For example, there's, there's guided journaling exercises. Right. There's there's opportunities if you want a if you want a, a real life coach or, or maybe a manager to, to go through this with you and to help you and give input, you can you can use that. You can invite someone else along. There's a, a tool called a habit builder towards the end of it, because like we've talked about a growth mindset, even in 30 days, you can make a lot of progress, but you're not done. Right. This is this is a lifelong journey. And so so there's a habit builder where you can create a habit plan and you specify what, what you want to do, the, the habits, the activities and then the, these. The system will help you keep that top of mind, will help you track progress and just help you remember to, hey, don't forget to keep focusing on this. And so so there's a variety of tools and angles. And, and it, I mean, it's very rich. It, it's very powerful. And the whole goal of it, as Eric said, is to cause change and growth to happen. So it's, it's not like uh, I, I guess the analogy would be it's not like losing 30 pounds and then celebrating after after 30 or 60 days and with a with a daily run through McDonald's and pizza, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yep, yep, not that at all. It's actually fun, it's enjoyable. It's you know, this is more this isn't just emails with inspirational quotes like that's, you know, there's <laughs> lots of inspiration in it. You might engage via email, but it takes you into these rich experiences that go way beyond that. So, it, it it's a great experience. We're getting close to the end, and again, obviously, I, I can listen and learn from you guys all day long, and hopefully the listeners got that too, but we literally, we've got an opportunity for people to try this out, and so, Scott, I'm going to turn that over to you and, and kind of give the heads up on that, what that looks like for people. We're going, to show, we're going to display a QR code. You can get that where we'll give you the URL that people can go to for the next few weeks and experiment that, and hopefully we can get some feedback from, from users as well. So, Scott, I'm going to kind of give a quick summary of what this looks like. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, th so this is, this is something that's new, right? And so we are in a, we call it a testing phase. We actually use the word beta testing. You may see that uh, if you enroll, but you know, as a, as a special guest today, for those watching, or like you said, Ira watching the next few weeks, we're giving this away for free because we just want people to test it and experiment with it and, and use it and provide feedback. And so there's going to be a QR code here and you can use this QR code, snap a picture of it with your phone, put your camera on it and then a link will pop up. You can click on that and there's an enrollment page page asks your name and then email and text and you can you can participate via just email or you can do text as well that's all it is that's all it takes to enroll and get started you'll get a welcome message that'll kind of let you know what to expect over the next 30 days there's a there's a calendar view and stuff and then you know starting tomorrow you're you're going to start this journey of building a growth mindset and and taking your, your mindset to the next level and nothing else you need to do no passwords no websites no nowhere you have to go we will reach out to you and keep this top of mind and challenge you and, and hopefully it'll be a great journey and a great 30 day experience. I'll mute myself here again. And there is a website you can go to, it's rebrand.ly forward slash mindset beta. Uh, and I'll just take you to the sign up page. Very simple. We just need a first name and a last name and your email address or your text, however you want to receive it. And that's about it. And then you'll be entered into that. And then we hopefully will, you'll be able to share some feedback and so forth. I've got to thank you guys. I mean, this has been, you know, 
we talked about this for months. And then finally it was like, I'm going to bite the bullet as I got more excited about this and saw the possibilities. So it's been, it's been a pleasure, but do lead does more than work on growth mindset for me. <laughs> so can you, Eric, maybe you can quickly give an overview of what, what, what you do, because I think a lot of listeners will be very interested in, in some of the areas you're focused on. Sure. Thanks. Ira, for having us. We really appreciate it. I know you work with Jason on a regular basis, but it's been fun to work with you in particular on, on growth mindset. Yeah, Dooley is a coaching technology company. If you go to our website, dooley.com, you actually will see one of our products that is around employee experiences and leadership development. These are things that we're passionate about helping companies with. But underneath that product is a coaching software platform that we've developed over years. And we actually run products for character development in youth sports. That's characteramp.com. We actually have teacher professional development, evaluation, school culture product. And, and so what we've been doing is we've been saying, you know what, our, our coaching technology platform is something that we would like to get out there and equip folks to you. So that's obviously Ira, why we've been working with you. We're big fans of you and what you're doing in your show. And uh, just been a, pl a pleasure to know you. And so it's been fun uh, to work with you on that because you had a great vision for, for helping people with these sorts of things, in particular growth mindset. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just been a joy to do that. So that's kind of what we're all about, kind of what we're doing right now. It's been a great, again, it's, the process has been a great learning experience for me and you guys have been great. There's more to come because after this, we're, Scott, you're already working on resilience which is critical. I'm, I'm not sure how we separate these, but we did. And then we're going to move to grit and then we're going to go down the AQ line, but I really appreciate it. And, and thank you. We already were running across the name D-U-L-E-A-D.com. For those who are listening and not watching, uh, you can go up and check out the site and uh, reach out. What's the best way to reach you guys? I know how to do it for other people other than do lead. What's the best way to reach you, each of you? I'm well, probably most active on LinkedIn. So, and LinkedIn connect, love to hear from you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn as well. On the website, there's a contact, you know, request form there too. I think those go directly to Jason. So, but whatever, you can get to us through that as well. But by all means, love to connect on LinkedIn and, and the website contact form would work as well. And the one thing that you didn't directly mention, and I think this was so critical, and I just, I told Jason, I just rediscovered it again. I mean, you're, you're using this program to help companies reduce turnover. And, you know, with quit rate, you know, with 50 million people quitting their jobs over the last year or so, uh, they need a lot of help. And obviously the other approaches that they were using weren't very effective. <laughs> and, and so hopefully, uh, you know, helping coach people through this, through, through uh, micro learning experience is going to help a great deal. So those of you who yeah, think this is sure. a growth mindset and coaching, no, it's, it's actually, it's a tool to help get turnover under control. No doubt. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Stay safe. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll see you guys in in a couple months when I'm, I'm out your way. We, we, Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be fun. Sure. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Thank guys. You, you Jason. You know, you you introduced. Well, I got introduced to you, and then you introduced me to Deal, Do Lead, and didn't. So, yeah, it was kind of an interesting company, and but I didn't see how it fit in my world, and now it is my world. So appreciate it. Again, I don't know if there's any. You hear this all the time. I don't know if there's anything that stood out for you that you might not have thought of or in the perspective of, you know, what Scott and Eric were talking about today. Yeah, I mean, there's so, so much important stuff that they shared there together today. My guess would be for some of the listeners, they might be wondering, well, how is this different from like a learning management software system? 
like we have an LMS with modules. And there's really important differences that Eric and Scott uh, brought out in there. You know, the LMSs are really great if you're onboarding a new employee, like a sales rep, and you're trying to give them the nuts and bolts of here's the script that we're using, you know, for your calls and things like training and LMSs, they're really good for that. What they are lacking in is they're not coaching platforms. They aren't made to work on things that we call human skills, like the things we talked about today around adaptability, resilience, grit, other things like empathy, authenticity, vulnerability. Those are things that have just as much to do with your heart as they do your head. And those are the things that LMSs don't really do. They typically have learning modules that you go to. It can be cumbersome to get there. And then you're watching 30 minute videos and taking the test, like Eric said. But when you're talking about shaping human skills like your heart, becoming a better human being, those are habits. And that's those are different kinds of tools that you need in your toolbox in terms of the technology you're using to make things experiential, for there to be spaced repetition where you're coming back and reviewing and practicing things as you're learning them in the small micro learning chunks. And so hopefully our listeners got that today. I'm sure they did from what Scott and, and Eric and you were sharing is that, you know, don't uh, don't bring an LMS to this job alone in terms of people development. It's good for the training on the nuts and bolts of the job. But if you want to develop people, you really need to be using something that's been designed and has the vision of working on attitudes, behaviors and habits. Many of the things that you have developed with Scott and Eric around adaptability. And, and real quickly, because I know we're running out of time here, I think learning platforms, LMS, was initially used, it talked about learning, but it really was teaching. We're teaching people how to do things, whether it was Excel or customer service or sales or leadership. It taught people what to do, but it wasn't in order to change habits of the way I've always done it, how do I do it differently? You need to be reminded and you can either hire a coach, which essentially you're doing here for a nominal amount. You can hire a coach and every day or every week you have a call with them and they reinforce that. But you know how difficult that is. If you go back to the athletes, you know, they practice. You need to practice this every single day to go from there. But it also brought up kind of an analogy I used to use with with DISC and, and changing people's behaviors is we're hardwired. If you're fixed mindset, you're always going to be higher hardwired as a fixed mindset. Those are tough to break. Those are tough eliminating those memories. However, you take a brand new computer and you add software to it to make it do things. The hardware is still the same, but sometimes the software gets old and needs an update. It breaks down. That's what growth mindset is. That's what resilience is. That's what this micro learning is. It's new. It's applying new software to your brain and it, it helps override that and helps it make to do things that you never thought possible that you can that you can do. And it really opens up a tremendous amount of opportunity. But we are just almost out of time. And I don't want to continue rambling on because I, we could. You've been listening to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show, part of the People Forward Network. We're so pleased that you're here. If you like what you hear, you like the new branding, you like the messaging, please go up to go up to one of the podcasts or go up to YouTube where, where we record the, our live session and leave a review leave a rating, tell us what you like, what you don't like. And again, we really appreciate it. And hopefully uh, if you are listening to this on either Apple or Spotify or iHeart or Google, wherever it is, we really appreciate you. I am Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. And remember until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans.